Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is Troy Renner Finish. I'm degree this morning. Who's on the line? Good morning. My name is Mary Rata. Good girl. All the time. Can you Good morning, Yvonne. Happy Trying for Tuesday. How are Good you? morning. Good morning, Good morning. Sunshine. Good morning, Sunshine. Happy Trying for Tuesday. Good morning, Good morning. Prosper Pam. Happy Tuesday, everyone. Good morning, Prosper Pam. Happy Trying for Tuesday. Good morning. Happy Tuesday. This is Liberty. Good morning, Liberty. Happy Triumph for Tuesday. Thank you. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> Glory to God. Anyone else want to say good morning? Good morning. Welcome to the Claire Victory. This is Troy Minnie Finisher. I'm the Greedy this morning. Anyone else want to say good morning? Good morning, as Brother Michael. Happy Tuesday. Happy Triumph for Tuesday, Brother Michael. Good morning to you. Anyone else? Good morning. Welcome to the Claire Victory. This is Troy Miller Finisher. I'm the reader this morning. Anyone else want to say good morning on this Triumph for Tuesday? Do we have any first-time callers who want to say good morning? Do we have any brothers who want to say good morning? Good morning, it's Susie. Good morning, Susie. Happy Triumph for Tuesday. Thank you. Can you um, put a prayer requesting for me and my husband will be leaving uh, for uh, all day long for to another town. So if you could just, I uh, will be back here. But if you could please give us, uh, put, put us in your prayers, that would be great. We'll be headed for Valley okay. Springs. Okay, travel and mercy. Uh, back you down. Okay. Thank, thank you so much. You're welcome. Good morning. Um, this is Liberty again. I'm sorry. I have a prayer request as well. Um, Thursday, we have an, uh, my granddaughter's graduation, and it's a lot of family. Are, we're getting together for the first time. Uh, we have um, it's been some family turmoil, so this is the first time in years that some of us are getting together. So I'm just praying that uh, God allow peace to abide. Yes. And there won't be no no friction. I know, you know. Discord or anything between any of the family members. 
Okay. And who's going to uh, graduate on Thursday? Oh, my granddaughter, Liberty. I want, oh. she's, we're named after, she's named after me. Oh, praise the Lord. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> That's sweet. Thank you. You're welcome. Anyone else want to say good morning? Good morning. Good morning. Okay, who was who was that? Janet. <clears throat> Janet, good morning to you. Happy Transfer Tuesday. Thank you. I have a um I don't have a prayer request, but I have a praise report. Um, a few months ago or about a month ago, I asked for a prayer over a little baby who was um in a really bad situation. And um he was released from the hospital. He um he he is they they said that he's not able to see right now but he's um been released from the hospital as far as his ribs and everything being broken and he's um I think about five months now so he's doing a lot better than he was thank you okay got it good morning it's Krishanda God bless you happy triumphant Tuesday. Good morning, Krishanda. Happy Triumphant Tuesday to you. God bless you. Um, God, Sister, I think it was Sister Liberty. Could she say the baby's name? Um, yes, if she could. Liberty. I'm sorry, his name was Deshaun. Deshaun? For, for who? That's Janet? Yes. I'm sorry, I no, actually hung up, so when I came back in and all I heard was baby's name. Yes. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I, didn't, I wanted to catch the baby's name. It was Deshaun? Yeah, Deshaun Jr. Okay, thank you. And they're also planning to release his father as well. Things are looking pretty good for their family. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. Who was that? Good morning. It's Sister Tracy, everyone. I'm on the plane. If you can just pray uh, for a safe flight to L.A. Thank you. Okay. Good morning. This is Felisa. Happy Tractor Tuesday. God bless everyone on the call and have a great day. Hey, hey. Good morning, Sister Lisa. Happy Tractor Tuesday. No, no, this is Dee. I was just, yeah, I just want to tell Tracy. (laughs) I hope Tracy, hey, my son might be on that flight, so I want y'all to lift Armani up. heading to LA to speak at USC. So I'm just grateful and thankful because you guys pray for, we pray for each other's kids, but it's always good to just have something light to pray about or to thank God for. So that's all. Good morning, everybody. Okay. Amen. Good morning, everyone. Kemper. Good morning to you. Happy Triumph Tuesday. I'm going to go ahead and get started this morning. I need everyone to please check your phone to make sure your phone is on mute. Hello, my name is Charina DeFinisher, and I'm your host. Thank you for joining us here on Declare Victory. We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Friday at 6 a.m. Pacific Time, 8 a.m. Central Standard Time, 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time to edify, empower, encourage, and equip your walk in your walk with Christ. Make sure you 
make sure to call in during the month of May, where a monthly theme is entitled Deliverance. This month, the Declaration will focus on how Christ is our deliverer and how he transforms our lives and gives us the ability to, to live victorious lives. Make sure you invite a friend so they can be blessed too. And if they want to please check your phone to make sure your phone is on mute. Thank you so much. There is one announcement today. TNT Bible study is tonight. Prayer start, begins at 5.30 p.m. sharp. And Bible study will go from 6 to 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. You don't want to miss the teachings from Pastor LaBelle Jones. It will definitely enrich your spirit. Okay, the prayer request submitted. There was none from the app. I need everyone to please make sure you put your prayer request in the app at declarevictory.org. Again, please submit all prayer requests through the app at declarevictory.org. We really appreciate it. Thank you so much. We have spoken with prayer requests. One is from Susie. Praying for um, trouble and mercy for Susie and Rick. The second one is from Liberty. Her granddaughter, Liberty, is um, graduating on Thursday. Please pray for the family that we have peace among them. Um, the next one is from Janet. Praise report for the baby, Deshaun, I believe, uh, released from the hospital. But we still pray for his complete healing. He is doing a lot better. The next one is from Sister Tracy. She's traveling, praying for safe um, travels on the plane to Los Angeles. And also, Didi is um, asking for prayer for her son, Armani, uh, for safe travel flight also. And, and also, please pray for Demetra for complete healing. And my friend Linda, which uh, pray for her kidney for complete healing. The order of the call is prayer and corporate praise. Geraldine, Declaration, Angela, then we go right to closing comments hosted by Declare. I repeat, prayer and corporate praise, Geraldine, Declaration, Angela, then we go right to closing comments hosted by Declare. The scripture for today is John 7, 7. The world cannot hate you, but it hates me because I testify that its works are evil. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading and hearing and doing of his holy word. At this time, we actually put your phones on mute until the spirit come off mute. I now pass the call over to the prayer warrior, Geraldine. Everyone, please have a safe and awesome day. Jesus loves you, and so do I. Good morning, good morning, good morning, everyone. If you are in the room this morning, let's make room for others that are coming on the line. If you would, and you're in a place where you can go down on your knees this morning, I believe this is a great place for us to all come into oneness. For the intercessors that are on the line on this morning, if you're new to the call, those that are coming in to intercess uh, the various prayer requests, we have a, a list on today. And so as we go before the Father, I'm asking you that you bow, that you pray on this morning for those uh, requests, the family needs, so many that we have. Thank you on this morning as we go in into our prayer. Father, we thank you on this morning. Thank you for waking us up this morning and starting us on our way. We thank you for the activities of our lambs. Father, today as we begin our prayer, we praise you for you say we are fearfully and wonderfully made. Psalms 139 and 14. 
Father, we thank you on today. John 10, 10 and 11 reminds us the thief comes only to steal, kill, and to destroy. You said you come that we might have light and that we would have it full. God, I'm thanking you on this morning. For those that are overwhelmed on the call on this morning, those that of our extended family members that are suffering today, Father God, we pray Psalms 32 and 7. You are a hiding place. You will protect us from trouble and, the, and surround us with songs of deliverance on this morning. We come to you for those that are seeking refuge in you, O oh God. Even as Psalm 91 reminds us, Father God, we continue to press our way no matter what. Father God, we're asking that you defend us this morning in our battles that we face. God, so many are going through. We're praying for deliverance from evil. We're praying for deliverance from fear on this morning. We're praying prayers to defend our mind. Take charge of our thoughts, oh God, on this morning. Almighty God, cover my mind with your helmet of your salvation and remind us constantly that we are your children. Father, we pray on today for deliverance, for things that happen in our past, oh God, as we are in the month of deliverance. We remember Psalms 91. Whoever dwells in the shelter of the Most High will rest in the shadows of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, you are a refuge and our fortress, our God in whom we trust. Surely you will save us from the fowler and the snare, from the deadly pestilence. Father God, I thank you on this morning. As we come to you, Father God, we lay down everything that so easily beset us. Father God, I'm asking that you go in for those unspoken prayer requests. There were people that wanted to say something, but just didn't know how to say it. We're praying for all manner of sicknesses, cancers, all kinds of depressions, mental illness, heart and lung diseases, the skeletal disorders, all types of attacks, spiritually, emotionally, physically. Father God, I'm praying this morning for traveling mercy for Brother Rick and Sister Susie on this morning. We're praying for those that are traveling, Tracy and Armani. Thank you, Father God, for safe travel. Father God, I'm praying for family peace with Sister Liberty and peace for her granddaughter who is graduating, which is also Liberty. We're praying for the family to have a, a love and that they will come together. They will begin to mend the brokenness that has taken place. God, we know you are a mender of the breaches that we have in our lives. Oh God, on this morning, we're praying for Sister Janet, the praise report for baby Deshaun. Father God, we thank you for healing his total body and uh, Deshaun's brother, uh, Deshaun Sr., who is also dealing with uh, the, the fact of being healed totally, God, I'm praying that they would come back, that the eyesight of this baby 
will be restored in the name of Jesus. God, we give you praise, we give you glory, and we give you honor. On this morning, Father God, I'm praying for those that are homeless and those that are hopeless on today. Father God, I'm asking that you would go in and, and mend every bridge. Father God, every road that we have to go down, we're asking that you be a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path on today. God, forgive us if we said anything, done anything on this morning. We repent before you, O oh God. As we are down on our knees, some are beginning to cry and tears are rolling down their faces. Father God, fix the situation. You know our needs before we ask for anything, God. I just want to thank you for everything that you've already done. If you don't do anything else, you've already done enough. Heavenly Father, we cannot say anything but thank you, Lord for everything that you do. God, I want to give you praise on this morning. Thank you for waking us up this morning and starting us on our way as we push through on today, as we are here on the floor on this morning of prayer. We are coming in before you at the altar of forgiveness, the altar of sacrifice on this morning, and the altar of praise on today. Father God, have your way. Let your peace reign in us. Let it abide in us on today. As those of the intercessors that are on the line, if you would join in with me, we're asking that you begin to pray. We're praying for our own sister, Tarina, on this morning, Hallelujah. as she has brought in, um, brought us in on this Hallelujah. morning as a greeter on today. Hallelujah. We're praying that you continue Hallelujah. to do what you do, Father Hallelujah. God. I'm praying for everyone that is on the line on today. Thank 
prayer. Um, thank you for the beautiful greeting. Um, thank you. God bless you all. Um, people of God, um, the beautiful voices that went up before the Lord on this morning. Heaven has heard us. So we just thank God for that. 
Good morning to everyone. It's your sister, some your little sister for some and your big sister for some. It is your sister, Angela B. Holmes. And um, it is an honor and a privilege to again be before the children of God, the children of Declare Victory. I almost said the children of Israel, the children of Declare Victory. So we thank God on this morning and we thank God for such a powerful um, um, subject this month of deliverance. We've heard testimonies, we've heard instructions and direction, and I pray that something today is said that would just um, shift you even deeper into what we have been graced to hear this month. If we could all just um, double check and triple check our phones so that we can be um, all on one accord. So deliverance, deliverance. We all have um, testimonies of deliverance. We all have testimonies of desiring deliverance in something. And some of us have testimonies that um, we may not have known we need deliverance in something. And sometimes when we hear the word deliverance, we can draw back as if it is only deliverance from demonic seeds or demonic presence or something so detrimental. It has to be something huge, you know, um, that what we would consider huge because nothing is, if we need something in a place of deliverance, it's a powerful thing that's needed and we can't water down the power of that. So deliverance, um, we see it every single day. And sometimes we may not identify it as deliverance. We see it in the people that we interact with, um, their behaviors, um, their ways, the manifestation of how they handle things, perception of things, um, our, our desires, to carry out something, the ways that we do it, our thought patterns, why we do it, what's deep, what's deep and seated within us. There's so many ways we can go with this because there is a multifaceted, um, um, I would say a whole, what, let's just say a whole net full of things that go untouched, that go untouched, that go untouched. And how do I know this? And why would you say that, Angela? Because I've had many things that have gone untouched in my life that needed deliverance, that I needed to be delivered from. So as we are Moving into this declaration, I have one scripture for us today. And then we're going to get into a little story and come back out of that story. But this one scripture for today is Romans 10 and 13. And it reads, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Again, Romans 10 and 13, whosoever, whosoever 
shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. This is a very familiar scripture, and this is a scripture that has been passed down um, through time to be used mainly for witnessing. However, when you study this scripture and you look a little deeper into uh, Paul's topic in this particular book, this particular saved is not, I don't want to say it's not for salvation, but this is not so much this particular scripture about salvation. This is about deliverance. Deliverance. Whosoever, not the saints, not my children. This says, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Saved from what? So we know that deliverance is not earned. So there's nothing, it's not earned. We don't work to receive from God. We receive. He gifts us things. So we receive from God. Deliverance is not earned. It's given. It's given. There's another scripture I'm thinking of that says, many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers us from them all. So this Romans 10 and 13 scripture says that, um, well, not the Romans 10 and 13, but the one I just mentioned says that, you can be righteous and have need for deliverance from what? From affliction. So that means what? That God has another realm, another depth. There's a, digger, there's a deeper digging for us. So going back to Romans 10 and 13, when we call, whosoever calls on his name shall be saved. And we can think of many things. I know we've seen memes where um, people are hanging off this one, very popular one, where someone is hanging off the side of a cliff. And they're asking God to help them. Help me, help me, help me. And people come by and the person is like, no, no, you don't look like strong enough. No, no, this is not something that you can do. I, I want this helicopter to help me. That this person wanted a specific thing to deliver them from hanging off the side of that cliff. And the moral of this particular meme was God sent you all these different ways to be delivered, all these different ways of healing, all these different ways of shifting, all these different ways of eye-opening and a deeper place in him. But you didn't receive it. You rejected it because it did not look like the deliverance you had in your frontal lobe, in the forefront of your brain. So our perspective, right, is everything. A change in perception and perspective is always an indicator of emotional growth. How do I know this? Children of declare victory. Well, my personal deliverance has been challenging, and please know that those of us who come and do declarations, who come and speak before you, 
is not without fault. It's not without failure. We are not without being stuck in things, but we also eat what we hear. We also have had and have paths of deliverance, of awakenings, of healing, of of being brought through things. Why? So that we can show others the process of it. Even in my personal deliverance, to me, I'm like, Lord, um, excuse me, this has been taking a very long time. <laughs> this has been a long time. Like, oh, my God, I just seems like I'm the children of Israel going around. And it's like not quite. You're just really right now rolling and foaming on the ground like the little boy when the, the father said to Jesus, you know, can you help my son? And the Lord watched him just roll and foam and ask how long, as if he didn't know how long the young man going through this. Even just recently in my own deliverance, what I noticed was there, it was a particular time for another layer to be removed. And it was very challenging. It was very liberating, very eye-opening, even to the point to where um, when deliverance came, freedom came a lightness, a physical lightness, a lightness of the mind, a lightness of the body as if there was a weight. Because when we have strongholds, if they're emotional, physical, um, it could be something we're stubborn against. It could be something that we've done or been used to for years. And then when we get to a point where it's a consistent trouble, where the water is always troubled, where the water is rippled, when things in life are unsettled because it was brought about by the Lord to be unsettled so that you can be shifted. And these are things that we need to pay attention to. I paid attention to some of them, but I was holding on and gripping things and the Lord literally, yes. You know how you've seen people get their fingers pried off of something? <laughs> it was one of those issues for me. So I sit here um, with the testimony of deliverance. And as we go into the story with the children of Israel real quick, um, this is what I literally walked out. So so we have to recognize that we need deliverance. Are we going to stick with pride or are we going to hang out with humility? From what we may see as something so small to something huge. We have to be certain that we want to be free from our enemy. Number one, we have to recognize this is an enemy. And we have to be certain that we want to be free from our enemy. Hmm. I'm going to let that sit. I'm going to say that one more time. We have to be certain. We have to be certain that we want to be free from this enemy. We have to recognize that it is the enemy. Because guess what? As I just mentioned, when we get free, Everything we do will be free. We cannot live or give what we don't have, right? 
So now as we carry ourselves, we go about our day, um, the sorrow we may have had, whatever. I don't want to say certain things because I don't want people to check out. The limitations we've had. So if we stay in these areas, we're going to produce what we stay in, right? So if we stay in a limited area, we're going to produce limitations. If we're joyful, we're going to produce joy. So know your enemy. Know your spirit. Know you. Know the part of the path. I know God doesn't show us everything because if he did, we'd run. We'd be like, nah, I'm cool. <laughs> not doing this. Come on, take me now. It, 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 there, he's not going to show us all. That was one of my kicking and screaming. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You're not showing me. Yeah, no, I'm not going to show you all because if I showed you in the seat that I sit in right now, oh, I would have ran a long, long, long time ago. I mean, run. I mean, fast, like sprint without <laughs> without slowing down, with my hair flying back, okay? So know our enemy and be certain that we want to be free from it. So deliverance does come at a cost. It comes at a cost. However, however, please listen, it good. When David said it was good that I was afflicted, I never understood like I understand now that it is good. The cost of deliverance. The children of Israel cried to the Lord, and we know this story, for the horror they lived in. The Lord heard their cry. Now, this was after some time, as we know, and at a particular point in the cry. And we can stand back and say, Lord, Lord, I am as the children of Israel. I've been crying out to you for some time. And I've felt like you haven't heard me. The children of Israel cried to the Lord for the horror they lived in, for the pain they endured, for the injustice, for the mishandling. They felt lost. They felt left. They felt unseen and unheard. They were physically abused, emotionally abused. And God said, I hear the cry of my children, and I will deliver them. And we know within that scripture, if we take the time to go and study it, that was a long time. And you can sit with God in, in, in the scriptures and ask God for revelation, and he'll give you an understanding as to what it was that pricked his ear because they had been crying for years. So the Lord said, I hear the cry of my children, and I will deliver them. So when deliverance and freedom, listen to this, is near, destruction increases. Yeah. 
When deliverance and freedom is near, destruction increases. A tearing down happens. Destruction, a wrecking ball. Time to rebuild. Time to sometimes even pull up the entire foundation and lay a new foundation that will hold what is being built. Because quite possibly our previous foundation was not the correct foundation to hold who we were created to be before the foundation of the world. So an annihilation has to take place in many ways. And again, I'm not going to name specific things because as human beings, we could check out, oh, that's not me. Oh, that's not me. But I want us to hear this morning. So there's a process, and there's a process that I went through. So let's listen to the process of the children of Israel. So the God, God, our God hears the children of Israel. Here's the cry. He hears your cry. He heard my cry. So the process God used was not known to the children of Israel. The process God used wasn't known to me. The process God will use and probably has used for you wasn't known to you. They were delivered by someone most of them despised. They knew who Moses was. They knew he was one. He was an Israel. A children, a child of Israel living in the palace. Everybody know the story, of course. People talk, people knew, and just looking, he knew that this child was had a deeper hue. Uh, no structure was different. Hair texture was different. That child is a Hebrew. We know. I know. We African Americans and Mexican Americans come in various shades, beautiful hues from light, 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 light to deep hues. <laughs> but we know our people. When we see our people, be like, nah, oh, nah, they Mexican, they're Puerto Rican, they're, you know, they're Peruvian, or they're, you know, oh, no, no, they black. We even know when they ask them. We know they ask So they knew their people. They were like, uh, he's not Egyptian. So, of course, the story went all around who he was and what have you. Of course, there, they some despised him. They watched Moses grow up in lavish luxury and education, knowing who he was. And I'm sure saying, okay, yeah, he's this person, and, and um, so why isn't he, you know, doing more for us while he's there? He's an adult, you know, he's a little older now, so um, you're no longer a child. So why aren't you doing some more, even though Moses did despise the things that he saw, he knew who he was, that he saw happening to his family. So, and then as time went on, we know what happened. He saw one of his brethren being mistreated, and everyone knew that he murdered an Egyptian. He fled, he ran, he left, he was out of there for years, went into the wilderness, he got a wife, he went on with his life until he saw the burning bush. Now he's back saying, what? He's our deliverer. You? Uh-uh. This? God, you're using this 
to deliver me. You're using this to push me. You're using this to press me. You're using this to pull back a layer. What? So after the shock of who it is that was bringing the children of Israel their deliverance, of course, we know, we're like, yes, deliverance is here. Oh, my God. We go into enthusiasm, and we're rejoicing, and yeah, oh, my God, it's coming, it's coming. Thank you, Lord, for hearing me. Thank you always, too. You heard me always, too. So the children of Israel heard what was happening. They were so happy and started singing and praising and worshiping God, and, and then us. We're, we're singing uh, Nicole Mullins' song, Our Redeemer Lives. Yes, we're walking around the, hall, the house. Call on Jesus. Yes, we're out of here. God came for us. Yes, Lord, you brought it. I heard the word. I even got a prophetic word. I heard the word preached. I read it in your word, and they hit my soul. Yes, you're coming for me. I had it in a dream. God, yes, in a dream, you said you're coming from me. He, God even gave um, the children of Israel a wealth transfer. So they knew they had it in the bag. He came for me. Oh, my God. He even pressed the Egyptians to give a wealth transfer. I'm not only going to deliver you, but I'm going to allow you to leave with goods, with a good start. Yes. Thank you, Lord. So and then the path to this deliverance that they were rejoicing about, that they had all these emotions about, wasn't smooth, to say the least. So can you imagine thousands of people gathering up their things, their small ones, little ones, old ones? Where are we going? To the land of what? Milk and honey, the land God gave our forefathers. But okay, how long will this take? Who's going to be there? I'm tired. And some of us, what have we said? Lord, uh, uh. Aren't for real? No, this cannot be a part of my deliverance. No, this is bringing me more pain. So how is this a part of my deliverance? Oh, no, 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 no. Wait, wait, wait. You couldn't possibly be using the person that hurt me to bless me. You couldn't possibly be using this situation or this place to bring my deliverance. How is this a part of my deliverance? I said I want out of there. So the rejoicing began to dwindle down as the journey began because they had desire, but they didn't have a full vision. So can you imagine driving down a road maybe at night on one of the streets in your town that the street lights have went out and you can't see all the potholes in the street and you're driving and then all of a sudden, um, you're hitting these potholes and you're like, ah, and you know when a car hit a deep pothole, especially if you have thinner tires, like, you know, 35s or 40s, and it hits hard and you're like, man, I bet you that shook my lining. Like, wow, I can't even see these potholes and you're trying to go around them and you may even stop, turn on your high beams, but you still needed to go down this road. So trouble began to happen for the children of Israel. Trouble began to happen for me, and I'm sure trouble began to happen for you. The very thing they were delivered from is coming back to take over. So I didn't put the scripture on here, but we all know the scripture that talks about 
um, I believe it's Matthew 12, um, Matthew 12, 12, 12, maybe 12 and 40, 43, when it talks about when the unclean spirit is gone out of a man. So that unclean spirit walks through dry places, it's seeking rest and findeth none. So he goes, he said, you know what, let me take seven more and go back to that place. So when we hear about what's going to happen to us, we feel it, we know it, we know it's coming. We may even have gone through deliverance steps. So let me not even um, move away from that part. Sometimes we do need deliverance from um, demonic strongholds, mindsets, um, pride, um, relationships restored, whatever it may be. But when it's clean, when we're clean, if we don't replace that with the needful spiritual things, and I am doing a quick one-on-one with the scripture, if we don't replace where we have been delivered, that enemy will come back seven times more. So trouble came. The very thing they were delivered from is coming back to take over. So can you imagine their thoughts? the screams, the oh my God. It's in the scripture. They began to um, talk about Moses. They wanted to kill him. They wanted to go after his neck like, dude, you brought us way out here. And some of us, have we said that? Lord, you did that. You brought me out here. You told me to leave this place. You told me to stay away from this person. You told me to leave my job. You told me to be kind and loving, but I'm not giving that back. You told me to do this, but it doesn't seem like I'm reciprocating with this what's supposed to bring in my thoughts, in my ideas. Strongholds of accusations, fear, addictions, thought patterns, all these things, oh my God, what? It's right here in my face again, it's coming back, I thought I was delivered. No, 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 don't fear. It's a part of the process. It's a part of the process of deliverance. So if we knew the process, if the children of Israel knew the process, oftentimes we would not have done it. We would have messed it up. So God cannot tell us every single thing. And not only am I talking to you, I'm talking to myself. Because this little girl always want to know the steps. Her little analytical mind (laughs) always want to know, okay, what's next? Okay, now I did that, now what's next? Oftentimes, the deliverance has a road that we believe is either not God or going the wrong way because it can bring confusion if we do not lean on God. When we're leaning on our own understanding, that's when we go into confusion. That's when we go into fear. That's when we go into doubt. That's when we get irritated, agitated fussing at people, just mad, knuckles dragging the ground, just stomping as you walk. Don't even walk regular no more. You're stomping now. You lost your heel, <laughs> have a little piece on your heel, running down your shoes, you're mad. You got a frown in your face. That comes from leaning on our own understanding. The path of deliverance brings pain, just as in childbirth just in the growth of something, the growth of a seed. Something has to crack open so that something can bloom. We always have clues leading to the deliverance. 
We got so many small testimonies where nobody saw us in situations doing things. These little small testimonies were saying to God, I'm ready for the challenge. And we didn't even know it. <laughs> so as we close, here's some things that we can launch on, that we should every day on a consistent basis check our own self. We, we should be telling our own self that if if we <laughs> that if we buck, we gonna knock ourselves. Okay, so know your spirit, discern your own spiritual state. No, you're not okay. Be okay with not being okay. Be okay with needing deliverance. Be okay with needing to be better, do better, see better, think better. Believe better, walk better, spend better, talk better. Be okay with that. Nothing can be delivered that is not acknowledged. Be open and very, very candid with God. Check your pride and humility. And lastly, remember your battles describe what you carry. So don't despise the process. Your battles describe what you carry. So don't despise the process. Your battles describe what you carry. So don't despise the process. So, Father, we thank you for this Tuesday morning. We thank you, God, as your people have heard, as your people have received. As we have received, for some it may have been a sword, for some it may have been comforting, for some it may have been awakening but it has been shifting for us all. Father, we thank you and we praise you for your hand of deliverance. Father, we receive your blessings of peace. We receive your blessings of joy. We receive your blessings of guidance. And when we are weak, you make us strong. We thank you, God, for your word on today. Let it turn over in our souls and produce good fruit on today. In Jesus' name we pray, amen and amen. Well, God bless you, good people. I just thank God for you, and I thank God for his word on this morning. So we are going to shift and go into love, life, and liberty. And as we always do, we will um, open up the floor to any first-time callers. Do we have any first-time callers on the line this morning? So no, no first-time callers. So um, we will go ahead and open it up for our men. Is there any men on the line that 
did not get a chance to say good morning and would like to do so. The floor is yours. Brothers, brothers, brothers. Good morning. It's Jonathan. Hey, man. Good morning, brothers. God bless you on this morning. Uh, good morning, son. How are you, Eric? God bless. Good morning. God bless. Okay, so let us move into if anyone would like to say um, good morning before we go into, um, I want to hear from you all. I want to hear um, your takeaways. Um, I want to hear testimonies. I just love to hear what you've even gained from this entire month so far. So anyone out there, any of our ladies? did not have a chance to say good morning. Good morning. It's pretty Patrice. Good morning, woman of God. Good morning. Good morning, <laughs> pretty Patrice. Good morning. Good morning, Nisley. Your great decoration. Thank you. God bless you, Mother. Good morning. I heard one other person. Yes, Jubilant Juliet. Good morning. Hey. Good morning, Jubilant Juliet. Good morning. This is Patience. Good God morning. Good God morning to you. <laughs> Thank you. Beautiful decoration. So well needed. Oh, praise the Lord. Praise yes. the Lord. God bless. Yes. Thank you for Romans, too. Thank you for that. Oh, praise God. Yes. Good morning. This is Swanita. Good morning. Great declaration. Hi. Well, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Mr. Great. Uh oh. We got two beautiful sisters sounding off. <laughs> Well, good morning to you both. Oh, hey, good morning. Good morning. It's Moxie. Good morning, Angela. Great hey, declaration. Morning, Great Moxie. declaration. Oh, praise the Lord, Moxie. Good morning, it's Sylvia. Thank you for your declaration. Hi, good morning, Sylvia. Well, praise God. So glad you were here to hear it. Well, I want to open up the floor now to um, the comments and some dialogue. Um, I just want to hear from a few people that may, just throughout this month, this is the 23rd of the month, um, something that takeaway for this month so far, and I know we have a few more days, but takeaway from deliverance this month, or if you have a testimony or question about the declaration. Go ahead. Good morning. This is Sister Liberty. Great declaration this morning. And um, I just say that you are so right when, you know, first of all, we have to, you know, come come um, 
into agreement and, you know, with the mindset of that, you know, even though we're saved and we might have a relationship with God, with Christ, that we still need to be delivered in some areas of our lives. And so once we become delivered, once we, once we become delivered um, that we have to be good stewards over ourselves, you know, because like you said, um, you know, we, we get one demon cast out and, you know, the devil, you know, you know, wants to come back into the house he was delivered from. And then if he sees that the house is being unkept, you know, our, our, we're being unkept, um, um, that he come back with seven more demons. So you that 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 was, you know, good declaration because we have to be mindful, you know, that we don't want to um have to, you know, be um delivered from the same thing or or other things because we wasn't being good stewards over over our temple. So thank you. Great declaration this morning. Oh, praise God. Thank you so much. I love what you said about coming into agreement um and being a good steward over ourselves. Yes. I mean, some of the dumb stuff now, like even something like this, like coming to agreement with what our needs are, emotional, physical, social needs, and good steward over ourselves. Now, can you imagine if we learned that in Sunday school, like, you know, like little lambs, <laughs> you know, like, seven, you know, the seven-year-old class. Can you imagine, yeah, you know, yeah. imagine who we, all the places or things and thoughts that we could have. And I don't want to say like could have, you know, everything is a path. But just imagine some of the stuff we know now. Like, man, they should have taught me this in Sunday school. It was a whole different story, right? So thank you. Just so imagine, much. yes, yes, you're welcome. Morning, sister. Good morning, my sister Dee Hey, honey. Son, the one off. Man, listen, he's speaking to a group of. Uh, black student athlete, so I'm just so proud of that young man. God is oh, good. Oh, praise the Lord. He said oh, so much, me. girl. The deliverance, though, and you, like you said, it ain't all spooky, casting out. But, you know, sometimes, and I just heard somebody say that, and old say, it's a new thing. I'm like, it's not new. I, I feel bad. Like you said, when I was a morning glory in at Methodist Church, I wish I'd been taught, right? So some things that we have in our lives that, like you said, why does that keep coming up? I thought I was delivered from that, but it's ongoing too. When you think about it. Mm-hmm. Uh oh, I think we lost okay. it. We're just gonna have to Did you go on mute? And um, honestly, oh, keep going before him. I'm sorry. I, I I think my phone had went off, but just good share, sis. And we do need to really walk it in it. Um, and know what it is. So we're not thinking we don't need it or where, you know, things keep coming up like someone that mentioned the strongholds and soul ties. It all ties together. I love you to life. Always praying for you and those beautiful kids. Oh, thank you. God bless you. Love you too. Thank you so much for that. Yes. It's um it's something we it is. It's something ongoing. It's not something we just lay, oh, you know, ooh, done with that, you know, and just lay down our sword. No, that armor needs to stay on on a consistent basis. So, amen. Thank you so much for that, Chair. Good morning, Angela. Hello, good, good morning. Holy Spirit, activate. Um, I just want to <laughs> um, great share this morning. Um, you know, as you begin to declare and we talk about certain things, I could just remember sometimes where, 
you know, the some folks in the church was just, just stop doing it. Like it was just mm-hmm. that simple to stop doing it. But we, you can't stop doing something that you don't understand that has a hold on you. Don't, you don't, you can't just, you know, stop doing stuff. I thank God for the understanding, the knowledge, and being able to understand and walk through a process of knowing what it is, mm-hmm. being able to identify, um, which helps us so much more um, than looking to someone to tell us to to do something rather than to show us and teach us how to do it. So Grace Share this morning, this month has been um, truly amazing. Um, we think about um, the deliverance as like you say, you know, being spooky because that's what we've seen growing up. Some of us, you know, was raised in Pentecostal holiness and we saw some stuff, didn't understand it until we got older. But thank God for um, him allowing us to be under teachings that help us to understand. It's never too late. His word never changes. It's the same. Yeah, He's the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. So thank you for your share this morning. And, you know, just little things. I was thinking about deliverance and little stuff. Um, My dentist even said yesterday, he said, sometimes we have to do stop doing little stuff like we get addicted to watching TV or all that kind of stuff. That's Mm -hmm. a form of deliverance, you know, eating, overeating, having coffee Mm -hmm. every day, having root beer. That's me every day. So, you know, sometimes (laughs) it's just the littlest things that we have to stop doing. But it's easy to do it when we understand why we're doing it and how to stop. So God bless you. God bless you. That's powerful. I love what you said about identifying because even in my process, I'm looking back at the areas that um, I needed to identify, even though I didn't want to use it and walk through the process, even though I didn't want to walk through the process. I just wanted it to be done. And that's the truth. I was like, mm, to be done with this. But when I look back on the process, I need the process because now I know what to look for, ways to stay out of. Um, There's a knowing, an inner knowing now that I have. Something is even, let's just say, a mindset issue. I have a knowing now. Um, What I should and should not accept, I have a knowing now, which is so beautiful. Thank you for for bringing that out because the walkthrough of the process is so important. We need that walkthrough for the rest of our life. We need it. We can't shelve it. We can't be like, oh, that's over. (laughs) That's how they even come back. That's how they came back to me. I'm like, okay, cool, that's over. And I have no process. I had a process, but I hated it, despised it, you know, kicked and screamed through it and was just felt better, quote, unquote, felt better. was like, whew. Mm-mm. Thank you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Angela, I sent you the scripture yeah. as well. Oh, okay. Good morning, it's Krishanda. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Krishanda. <laughs> what a great share. Um, a couple of things come to mind. So one of the things I like that you talked about, the foundation, and I, to understand that going through the process, continuing to go through the process, but... You know, I uh, thought about, you know, having cracks in my foundation and God needed mm. to excavate 
And as I was hearing everyone chime in, I thought about um, when you go to the nail salon and you need to get a fill when you're talking about refilling. <laughs> and sometimes you can get a bad fill. You 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 need to tear the whole thing off. Uh, you got bubbles mm-hmm. in there, uh, and God needs to refill you. So um, we want to be built on the shore foundation. And sometimes we go along and we pick up something we don't even realize we picked up that He needs to excavate out and shore up our foundation. So thank you so much for um, your word this morning. God bless you. Oh, God bless you. Thank you so much for that. Yes, cracks in the foundation. Oh, my goodness. That's a whole declaration itself. Cracks in the foundation, instability. You know, that just gives me a picture of my mind of um, when, when there's lakes and pools when it gets really, really cold and freezing temperatures and they tell you don't walk on it because as soon as it cracks, you know, it's unstable. At any moment, pressure can come upon it and you can fall through. It can be <laughs> My God, Lord, Jesus. Thank you for that. Appreciate you um, chiming in. Thank you so very much. Wow. Okay. That was, that was great. Uh, good yes. morning. I think you good got morning. two voices. Uh-oh. Good morning. This is Natasha. Was there someone hey, else? Natasha. No, I think she was just saying that was great. Oh, okay. 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 Well, um, you said a lot of great things, and Krishanda, thank you for chiming in. Yeah, that cracks in the foundation. It just made me think about yeah. part of what we hear about what you put in and your input because it's necessary to fill the void that deliverance brings, and we need to make sure that we're filling it with God-ordained thoughts and uh, behaviors. Otherwise, those those cracks get filled with the wrong thing or and they get bigger and you know the the thing that I've learned um this month is really that deliverance is a process I think that's probably the most important takeaway for me it's not spooky scary it's not always dramatic you know people describe it differently in the words they use you know deliverance mm-hmm. from demons versus ungodly spirits or you know healing perspective change whatever you call it it's layers to it, um, mm-hmm. and I wish I had in position been in position to take notes, but I'm grateful for the playback because you said some some really good things. Um, and, and it's not always, um, you know, a, a one and done thing, right? So it's it's more often than not a continual process of replacing the void that was created and staying connected to God, and really the other part that sticks with me is that it's about getting to the root of a thing, the inequities, mm-hmm. the transgressions, the strongholds, the soul ties, and understanding what it takes to cast those things out. Um, and I'm mm-hmm. so grateful to, to Dion and, and Minister Phil for having the experience of deliverance and understanding that it is something that I can do myself um, mm-hmm. in the process and learning how to do it so that I can be mindful of these things and um, work through the process of getting free. Because if you want to be free, and you know that lightness that you spoke about, is something about mm-hmm. experience of freedom and the weight of these things being taken off of you so that you can walk lighter. Um, it 
deliverance is just a necessary part of it. And as I think it's been said, and I'll echo, it's not, it's something that we'll do and pay attention to and be mindful of for the rest of our lives as long as we want to continue um, to walk in that freedom. It's just natural and it's necessary. So thank you so much for your share. I appreciate you so much. Um, yeah, and that's it. Going back on mute. Thank you so, so very much. Um, absolutely. Absolutely. You said our input is necessary to fill in the void. And yeah, and that relates to the scripture. Thank you so much, um, um, Rochelle. It was Matthew 12, 43 through 45. And it gives us instructions what to do when we are delivered. Because we must, we must fill it in. And even before that, what did you say? You said we have to get to the root. Absolutely. And I believe that that place of getting to the root is knowing your spirit and discerning your spiritual state and even do a tracing, a tracking. We can't, you know, stick with, you know, oh, you know, I'm just like my mama or my daddy or my sister. Oh, we do the same thing. We act the same way. You know, we have to really, really get to the root and unpluck those things. I even went so far as I have an aunt that she's like 15 years younger than her siblings, which is my mother and um, aunts and uncles. And so she's, what, I think she's 65 now. But she remember everything. You know the kids, but you're the, the younger kids, so you got to stay around because all the bigger kids watch you. And she remembers so much. And I had to have a long talk with her. And she helped me walk through traits. She showed me. She took me on a path. Great-grandma used to do this. So grandma did this. And so this is what happened to this person, that person, that person. And it was such a beautiful thing. And so, yes, we have to be focused and intent on delivering. Amen. And, yes, we can deliver our faith. So, amen. It is 7, just about 7, 15, almost 7.15 to 7.13 in the morning, this beautiful sunny Tuesday morning. Um, is there anyone else before we close out and give you back your morning? Yes, good morning, Sister Shar. I really enjoy what I heard. Um, I don't talk a lot, just listen. But the one thing that you said was so true about um there's layers and um and you talked about when the unclean spirit goes out, we have to um the word came to my heart, maintenance, um, to uh, continue because you're in, you're in a new territory, so that territory needs to be maintained. Or the seven, you know, if you said the seven more wicked spirits are going to come back to try and overthrow, you know, the strong man. So, um, again, maintenance came to my heart that, you know, because you're in a new place, you're going to have to do more. You're going to have to do more to maintain and keep that, um, keep, that area clean through prayer and fasting, um, increase those uh, moments with the Lord and and be mindful of the old habits, recognize those and uh, maintain those through the word of God. 